Logan Webb and Tristan McKenzie are looking like league winners down the stretch. Plus, let's get you ready for week 24 next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Friday, September 3rd. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Scott White. Let's start with Logan Webb up against the Brewers. Seven innings, one run, 10 strikeouts. His last 11 starts, 1.57 ERA. Logan Webb has climbed inside of both Scott and my top 30 <laughs> starting pitchers rest of the season. He looks like a league winner. I think he's in our top 25, right? I just We got him up in the top 25. He, I can't imagine why anybody would sit Logan Webb at this point. You mentioned the last 11 starts. Well, last eight are quality starts. And in those eight quality starts, he has a 140 ERA, 0.9 whip, 9.8K per nine, not, almost 10K per nine. For Logan Webb, that's not supposed to be his thing. The thing is elite, elite top of the scale ground ball rate and, and keeping the ERA down that way with a decent number of strikeouts. Here he is getting 10 strikeouts on 21 swinging strikes against the Brewers. Like he just keeps getting better and better. And there aren't many pitchers I trust more than Logan Webb right now. Well, with all of that being said, he's at the Rockies next week in Coors Field. Are you still starting him there? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think you still have to start on famous last words. I know going to Coors Field, but again, there's no pitcher. There aren't many pitchers I trust more than Logan Webb right now. Let's talk about Tristan McKenzie. He made his return to the mound. He was at the Royals. Six innings, one run, six strikeouts. And in nine starts since the beginning of July, a 3.27 ERA, 54 strikeouts to just nine walks. He has allowed just a 173 batting average against this season. I mean, that's really dating back to last year. It's it's mm-hmm. 175 batting average against throughout his major league career. So uh, he's not to the same level as a Logan Webb Scott, but I don't think he's all that far behind. He might be a league winner as well. Yeah, I mean, obviously the big improvement this year was after getting sent to the minors is coming back and opposite end of the spectrum with the walk rate. Uh, he was walking nearly a batter per inning early on. Obviously that wasn't going to work. But now that he's throwing strikes again, we're seeing him get strikeouts and and most importantly, prevent hits. And that's not normally a skill you trust because, you know, batting average on balls in play, you know, you associate it with luck, a low batting average against. But last year, too, I mean, this just seems to be part of uh, Tristan McKenzie's skill set and part of the reason why he has a really high ceiling. All right, let's get people ready for next week. And we usually get things going with two star pitchers. Who are you looking at, Scott? So there aren't many great two-start options available in uh, in, in at least 20% of CBS Sports Leagues. Uh, my favorite is definitely Bailey Ober of the Twins, who has uh, been putting together some quality starts recently, um, having some success uh, with, a, with a sneaky fastball. And he's going at Cleveland and versus Kansas City this week. So two really favorable matchups for him. He's widely available. 68% of leagues he's available in. And uh, even more available than that, Jackson Kawar, available in more than 90% of leagues uh, for the Royals. Not totally clear he'll make two starts. They may end up going six-man this week, and, and he'll lose that second start. But the first is at Baltimore. It's the more attractive matchup. The other would be against the Twins. Came back from the minors on September 1st, had a good start. You know, kind of risky, obviously, but widely available. And... Uh, Kyle Freeland's not bad if he's healthy. That's a big question. Is he even going to make his next start? Is he going to be able to make it through it after leaving his last start? I don't know, but he has two starts this week, and you could pick him up. 
Yeah, I'm definitely with you there on Bailey Ober, the first name you mentioned. His last eight starts, he's got a 2.81 ERA, six foot nine, a Hulk of a human being. Let's give the people some hitters that they can use for next week. Scott, some names that are rostered in less than 80% of CBS leagues. So, um, the Royals have my the best matchups, I think, this week. Nicky Lopez, obviously, he's not going to give you power, but he could give you a bunch of hits. He could give you some stolen bases. He looks like a good play. Uh, the Braves have favorable matchups, and Adam Duvall is up to 30 home runs now. I think he's a good sleeper hitter. The Tigers, good matchups, and five of their six games are against righties. Akil Badu's just homered at back-to-back games. Looks like it's time to get him active again. The Orioles, not only do they have good matchups, they have to play in eight games. So Anthony Santander might be somebody to look into. And, uh, you know, Kyle Farmer doesn't look like a bad play either with the Reds facing three left-handed pitchers. His splits are better against lefties. They have the fifth best matchups this week. I think Farmer's a decent play. You mentioned the Royal Scott. My mind automatically goes to Adalberto Mondesi, who recently made his return, hit a home run, and stole a base in his first game back. He's 82% rostered, so he's yeah. probably not This is our usual avi- cutoff. But. Yeah. He's probably not available is the point of the story here, but I get to see Mondesi having a monster week and a monster rest of season. It's what he does every single every single year. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. If you enjoyed the pod, please leave a five-star review on Apple. We'll be back again on Monday morning. Bye-bye.